Serena Williams throws a fit, DeSantis accused as a racist, Twitter's on a censorship raid, and the New York Times bites themselves in the butt. Welcome to God Guns Glory. Okay, guys, today we're going to start out with the Serena Williams story. As you guys probably already know, Serena Williams lost um, to Naomi Osaka at the U.S. Open due to um, some calls by the ref. Now, whenever I saw them, they were fair calls, you know, because uh, the ref um, caught uh, Serena Williams' coach giving hand signals and coaching during the game, and in tennis, that is illegal. The ref... Um, Serena Williams' coach even came out and admitted that he was cheating. He said everyone does it, which is never a good excuse to use because it's never going to work. But, you know, after that, Serena Williams slammed her racket because she got points ejected. That's another thing you never do in sports, you know. Um, you lose your cool, you can cost yourself a game. In team sports, especially in football, you can't lose your cool because you can lose it for the whole team. It, um, You know, this just goes to show you can't lose your cool ever in a game. And then after that, she starts calling the guy a thief, and it goes on, go on, and he finally takes away another point, and she ends up losing because of her own actions, which she deserved that because it was her own actions. And at first, uh, whenever she first was accused of cheating, she uses the mother card because in this case she couldn't use the race card because um, Naomi Osaka was from Japan and she's another minority. So the left, they always like to use these cards, and in this case, the race card wouldn't work. So she tries to play the mother card, saying, "I'm a mother. I would never do that to show my um, uh, you know, show that to my daughter. That's not right." But she just slammed her racket on the ground. Okay, that's a, not something you should teach your child. Um, so that's kind of shaky there. And she was cheating. And then she goes on to play the sex card of saying, "All oh, men have done the same thing and stuff." Which, that doesn't even really work either, because she's not playing a man. She's playing another woman. And so, she called, uh, which, all the stuff she called the man was uncalled for, and he called her for it, and she ended up losing. And then the press conference afterwards, too, she made into a big political thing about, oh, I'm doing this for women's rights. And she said, it might not work out for me, but it'll work out for the next woman, woman who comes up. And, you know, just a lot of that political baloney. Which, I can remember back whenever, it wasn't even two or three years ago, whenever... Politics weren't even in sports. Those were the nice days whenever you lost, you just said you lost, and you went on. And it wasn't about this political stuff, and I miss those days. Well, there were politics in sports, but it's definitely gotten really bad over the past few years. Um, A couple things I wanted to say about this is that, again, like I mentioned in the last episode, this shows the childishness of the left. Um, She repeatedly was saying, it's not fair, it's not fair. And then she told the uh, ref that he owes her an apology. Um, just total entitlement. Um, you know, the yeah, that's whole, a big problem with the left is they think they're entitled to everything now. Right. And the the whole attitude um, that she had was, you know, she deserved it. it. And it didn't even matter that they were cheating. I, I mean, she claimed she wasn't cheating, but the coach admitted it later. Um, and even if, see, even if she didn't realize he was doing it, he was still doing it. He's her coach. It is still cheating. All right. And so she th- she kept saying that he stole the points, but they're not hers in the first place because she was not playing by the rules. So again, that shows the selfishness of the left. Uh, we see it just about every week, so I would probably mention that every episode. Um, but this was a big, uh, big example of that. Uh, I mean, just total toddler-esque fit. 
Um, also, the really bad thing about this is that it steals attention from the winner. Um, so Naomi Osaka deserved the win, um, and she deserves attention for her win. I think she was a, a more new up-and-comer, and this fit completely just takes the attention away from that that Naomi Osaka deserves. Yeah, um, they actually, afterwards, they kept telling Naomi Osaka she didn't deserve it, and they actually brought her to tears and made her cry because of how much they bullied her. And, I mean, she always, she loved Serena. She looked up to Serena Williams, which, honestly, Serena Williams isn't a person to look up to because she's honestly, she's like the John Macro of women, um, you know, of just bad sportsmanship after they lose and everything. And it just, it was sad because, you know, it took away everything from her, of her winning and beating her. And, honestly, even without those points taken away, Naomi Osaka, the way she's playing, she probably would have won. Right, yeah, it's it's just really bad that they took away from Naomi Osaka like that. All right, so yeah, also um I saw a video on ESPN um you know after the thing, and it was just seeing ESPN suck up to Serena Williams and uh, that stuff. Oh, ESPN has gone really liberal here lately, and it was just complete and utter stupidity what I saw. Well, like uh, my cousin calls it BSPN. Uh, anyway, so uh yeah, so Serena. Uh, plays the sex card here, uh, but s- somebody else played the race card, uh, and that is Gillum uh, in the race between Gillum and DeSantis uh, for the governor of Florida. Um, so uh, DeSantis said, monkey this up, and I- I'm going to read his exact quote in just a second, and immediately... Um, Everybody is ranting on this guy for being racist, for saying monkey this up. All right, before I'd even heard exactly what he had said, I already knew, all right, this isn't racist, all right, and they're just attacking for it. But then I heard the quote and I realized this is oblivious, or they are oblivious because this is obviously, obviously not racist. Well, some of the people are oblivious. Some of them I know, they, they know exactly what they're saying. Anyway, so the exact quote was, he said, the last thing we want to do is monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting this state. That's what he said. So he was saying, he don't monkey this up by embracing this agenda that we don't need. Um, so I, first of all, um, I saw uh, articles about this that were extremely misleading. Um, one said, DeSantis says that uh, voters better not monkey this up in quotation marks, and then it said, by voting for black candidate. He didn't say by voting for black candidate, and they didn't put it in quotation marks, but the way they worded it was extremely misleading because it makes the reader think that he said they better not monkey this up by voting for a black candidate, which is not even close to what he said. Um, And then afterwards, they uh, talked to Gillum, and he just plays along. You know, he says, yeah, we're not going to stand for this kind of stuff. Uh, the people of Florida are tired of this kind of thing. Um, you know, this is just utter racism, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I know that Gillum knows full well that this was not meant in a racist way. But he jumps on the train uh, and, and plays along. And then he says, but don't worry, we're, we're not going to go down in the in the ditch. We're going to take the high road here. What do you mean, take the high road? Hypocrite. You, exactly. What do you mean take the high road? You already went to the ditch by jumping on this train uh, of racism rather than saying, you know, um, 
I, I don't want you guys to vote for him. You know, I'm against a lot of what he says, but I know that that wasn't racist and people should get off his back. You know, that would be the thing. I would really admire him if he did something like that. But no, he jumps on the train, uh, plays along, and it, it was just, it was really disgusting to me because uh, DeSantis obviously did not mean this in a racist way, and now he's under fire for it. You know, the sad thing is, is a lot of us conservatives are used to that now. It's like, you know, because they've always been doing that. They've always been twisting words of a Republican reader, leader or a conservative leader, and they just twist them. And I'll, every time it comes out, all it's just like, oh, right, you know, this comes out now. Oh, great, now we have to deal with this, even though it's fake. And a lot of people believe it. It's just, it's sad how we've gotten so used to that. Exactly. Um, and the other thing is that DeSantis was blamed for being racist, and they blame, you know, conservatives for being racist all the time like eric was just saying but who's the real racist because they are the ones that heard monkey and immediately associated with black people that is kind of racist i don't automatically assume the word monkey with black people but they did and then they try and blame it on racism uh but they're the ones that immediately associated it with race so that who's the real racist here um, so, you know, it's just utter hypocrisy. It's really, really disgusting and annoying to see this. Um, also, with this going with this fake news um, storyline, we'll go into the New York Times uh, getting a story wrong, and Gary will tell you more about that. Yeah, so yesterday um, I saw that the New York Times um, came out with an article. And the article was saying that uh, it said that Nikki Haley um, purchased fifty-two thousand um, dollar curtains, and you know I looked to find the article on Twitter. The one I saw on Twitter, the article may still be up, but the one I looked for wasn't there anymore because they already took it down uh, from Twitter at least. But saying that um, she had purchased these curtains. Um, and she didn't. And, and people on Twitter uh, really uh, came hard uh, at the New York Times saying Wasn't no. Wasn't actually the Obama administration right, that's who what bought them? getting at. So it was under the Obama administration when the curtains were bought for the um, ambassador to the U.N. No matter who that is. It wasn't specifically for Nikki Haley. It was for the ambassador to the U.N. $52,000 curtains. And they were criticizing Nikki Haley uh, for buying these. Because that's what they they said that she bought them, but then people on Twitter corrected them. Not only did they say she bought them, she used her picture in the article. Later, after everyone on Twitter um, corrected them, they they did apologize. They said um, this actually had nothing to do with Nikki Haley. Her name shouldn't have been mentioned, and her picture shouldn't have been used. But the the thing is that this would not have even been an article if they knew that already. Because they didn't say anything about it when the per curtains were actually purchased under the Obama administration. But now they mentioned something because it's Nikki Haley. And before they realized that it didn't have anything to do with her and didn't even have anything to do with the current administration, before they realized all that, they were like, oh, you know, this is this is something we can attack. They wouldn't even wrote the st have written the story if, it was, if they would have known that. Exactly. And so... Uh, and these are the people that get mad when we call them fake news. Really. And it, it, it 
the thing is fake news. It was complete fake news. And they were passing this off as a fact when it wasn't. I mean, this whole this whole presidential cycle, all the left has done in the news is story after story of just trying to find dirt on them. Fake dirt. Anything they can find, they're going to use against them. Um, I don't know. CNN, there's something like they talked about Trump for, I forgot how many days straight now. Um, you know, and they don't really even report on anything else now. It's just like, it's just all Trump did this, Trump did that. And it's just getting really aggravating. Yep. Um, and anyway, speaking of Twitter, uh, they are scaring me, to be honest. Um, I, I'm kind of worried about uh, conservative censorship. Uh, so they started by banning Alex Jones permanently. Okay. Granted, this guy is a nut. This is the guy who said, the water's turning the freaking frogs gay. That's his own quote. Um, yeah, he is a nut, but the thing is, is with the First Amendment guarantees everyone the fr uh, right to freedom of speech. You know, the guy could be a nut, but you shouldn't censor him. It's, it was, he was censored because of hate speech. But the problem with that is nowadays hate speech could be anything. What if I don't like something a liberal says? I call it hate speech. Nothing will happen then. Well, here's the the original um, reason they banned him uh, was because um, that there was a video of him criticizing um, and one of the CN people that work at CNN uh, in the hallway, uh, saying you know he doesn't care about uh, freedom. He doesn't care that that guy. Um, you know, all he wants to do is spread lies to the American people, and for the he's most part, he's probably right. Yeah, for the most part, he's probably right. The dude works for CNN, all right. So, um, but you know that that yeah, he did. He he was kind of uh, railing on the guy, wouldn't give him a break. But so what? All right. Um, that that was. I think that was more of an excuse for them to ban him. Um, also, um. Just because Alex Jones is crazy does not mean he's a criminal. So you, uh, the just because this dude's crazy, he still has his right to freedom of speech. Um, and I think the reason they go after him first is because there's not many people that really would agree with him. Not many people that would be extremely upset that he is banned, other than people like us, considering ourselves First Amendment absolutists, that. You know, it doesn't matter what your view is, you have a First Amendment right to share it. Uh, which is, that is the reason our country is so great and has been so great, is because people have had the freedom to share their opinions, which is now under fire by Twitter. Um, and it, like I said, they're, they go after him first because now, no one's going to disagree. And now they go after a guy who talked about Benghazi, who was actually there. Um, don't you have his name? Yeah, I've got... So, when I first saw that they banned Alex Jones, I immediately knew this is just their way of stair-stepping into uh, banning conservatives, or at least censoring them. Um, and so, just uh, I just this past week, uh, Chris Peranto um, was suspended for a tweet. Um, he was in Benghazi, and... Uh, Obama mentioned uh, Benghazi as a spirit as a conspiracy uh, this week as well. So um, on the seventh, Peranto uh, tweeted, um, "Benghazi is a conspiracy." Obama, 
how about we do this? Let's put your cowardly behind. That's not the word he used, but on the top of a roof roof with six of your buddies and shoot RPGs and AK-47s at you while terrorists lob 81mm mortars, killing two of your buddies, all while waiting for U.S. support that you never sent. All right. Roasted. This is true, and they suspended him for it. Um, uh, he's off his suspension now, uh, but, you know, that's not really... I don't see what, what in that statement, other than the language, and he included a middle finger emoji. Um, other than that, I don't really see anything that would warrant uh, suspension, and even that language, I, I don't see... I don't believe should warrant suspension. And that's not why they did it. They did it because... They don't like him uh, talking about Benghazi uh, because they the left wants Benghazi to be a conspiracy, but it's not. It's true. It happened. Uh, and so, again, they're stair-stepping their way into censoring conservatives, and I think it's going to get much, much worse. I mean, with Facebook and PragerU, they always they already banned a bunch of PragerU oh, yeah. uh, videos, and a big reason why we're not doing YouTube is because if we get demonetized, and we get suspended most likely. On it. Also, another problem is the visual thing, but mainly because of the stupid demonization stuff of the conservative media on YouTube. Well, I probably, we would go on YouTube, um, but we're audio only, so, um, but, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of worried about where this is going to go as far as censoring conservatives. Uh, social media has been so good for conservatives uh, because it's uh, given us the ability to get our voices out there. Um, all kinds of uh conservative people have been able to share their views and opinions more than they have before because of the censoring left media like mainstream media like cnn nbc they've all been liberal the only one that hasn't been is fox news now that is yeah that's more biased to the right but the thing is at least they bring in opposing views on the show right yeah and so you know people uh if you go by the mainstream media they're only going to really get the left uh, the left lean on things. And so that's why, um, you know, having uh, uh, social media has been so so great for conservatives because um, they've been able to get their voices out there and share uh, their ideas and opinions. Uh, and so that's why I'm really worried about what might happen uh, coming in the soon future. Um, more on Twitter, and I expect to see more on Facebook and other social media as well. Well, uh, speaking of Twitter, I saw this thing and it, on, on Twitter, and it was shared by Blunt Force Truth, uh, this news organization, and it states, Chelsea Clinton says, as a religious person, I believe it's unchristian to end legal abortion. What Bible is she reading that she thinks it's unchristian to end legal abortions? I'd really like to know. Because it's obviously not the Holy Bible. Uh, I just don't get people these days. I mean, even Blunt Force Truth says she obviously doesn't know much about Christianity if she believes that. What are your thoughts, Gary? Yeah, I, I don't know what kind of, uh, you know, religious person she thinks she is to say that uh, as a religious person, it it's, you know, not moral. Obviously, 
abortion is not moral because it's murder. So, you know, the just when you wish Hillary Clinton would go away, now there's a new Clinton that will take much longer time I, to I go swear, away. They're all delusional, I swear. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. Also, um, yeah, the article was shared on Twitter by uh, Chuck Woolery of Blunt Force Truth. So, um, thank you for showing us that. Uh, it's, it's quite interesting um, seeing some of the conclusions that some of these people on the left can come to. And so I think now we're going to go and we're going to do Florida Man. Okay, so I got this. It says 2018. It doesn't tell me the date, so I'm hoping it's recent, but it could be anywhere in 2018. So in Florida, there's a man, and uh, he looks out his window over on, and he's on Interstate 95 in Florida. He looks over. There's a man clinging to the hood of a vehicle that is speeding. So they call nine. Uh, the guy is calling nine one one. While he's on the hood, he says, "My life is actually in danger." So they finally stop the car, and it was. Um, let me get the name up. It's. I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's the one with the P. And, uh, Pro- Patricia, Isidore, I believe. Yeah, um, she was the one driving the vehicle, and they said, a fit the. Officer said it was un it wasn't able to be determined if she saw the man on the hood. How can you not see the man on the hood? Like I'll, I'll even. How could you not see that man on the hood? I, yeah, he's literally hey, looking you, you in need the to vehicle. See, you needed to see the picture to see it. But so he's yeah. literally looking like she. He's literally on the hood looking. If you cannot see him, you shouldn't be driving in the first due place. due to the picture. You should be able to see at least his face and probably his whole body on the hood. Because right, usually whenever you're on a car, you could see the whole hood. So there's no excuses here. She, I just don't know what happened. Florida's just crazy. I would be scared out of my mind on the hood of a car, this lady driving, all right, and not and it stopping. Was, um, She's not stopping. It was his ex-girlfriend. I read that. It, um, it was his ex-girlfriend, and there was an argument about uh, she needed to pick up the a five year old her five year old kid from daycare or something like that, and it was his car though. So she, uh, she technically stole his car to get it, and he needed it too to go do something. But it was his ex girlfriend stealing his car and then dragging him on the hood. So. Yeah, she probably did see him to be honest. But so yeah, that was pretty funny. So now, uh, now we're gonna go into sports, and we're gonna go through. All the NFL games on Sunday and do, uh, give a prediction of who we think will win. Um, we If we would have got the mics in earlier, we would have done this. Uh, but the Ravens and the Bengals game has already been played. We already know the score. The Bengals beat the Ravens 34-23. So now we're going to go through all the other games and see. And that um, means the Bengals, the Bengals are now 2-0, and leading the division. Yeah, um, that's crazy. The uh, Ravens are second in the division at 1-1. One and one, And the Browns and Steelers both. Are o o and one after that tie. I was really hoping the Browns would win. Uh, just so you guys know, I really dislike the Steelers. I really, really do not like the Steelers. Um, so I was really happy to see the Browns do good, and they probably would have won the game if not for that blocked field goal. They they were in position to win. So. Um. So the first game we're gonna predict is Panthers at Falcons. Who do you think will win that one? Um. What What's their records? I don't remember keeping it, up with those. The games. Panthers are one and zero, and the Falcons are zero and one because oh, that's of that right. robbed Julio yes. Jones catch. Yes, I did not like that in Week One versus the Eagles. Um. You know what? 
who did the Panthers play again? It was this is the Cowboys. This is a pretty that's easy right, game. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Falcons. On yeah, I'm one. gonna go with Falcons. They on played that one. really good against the Eagles. They would have won if it wasn't for that robbed catch. I'm sorry, but the officiating was terrible. Next is the Chargers versus the Bills. Um, the Chargers was actually a big, like big disappointment. Everyone was saying they're gonna come out strong, and then they got destroyed by the Chiefs. Um, but they're playing the Bills, so. I mean, it is Chargers at Bills, but I'm going to give that to the Chargers. I'm going to give it to the Bills, and I'm going to tell you why, all right? And this doesn't even have anything to do with them actually doing good. It's because, so the Doritos uh, Cool Ranch, now they have this thing where if you buy a one of the regular, like, single size of a Doritos Cool Ranch bag, you can scan their Snapchat code, it takes you to a link, and it assigns you a team for the season, and if they win, you can get rewards. I was assigned the Buffalo Bills. Oof! <laughs> I know, right? So, I I guess it's not much of a prediction. I'm more just saying I want them to win, but I'm going to say Bills win anyway because I'm optimistic Bold prediction. I, I'm, get, I'm optimistic about it, so I'm going to say Bills win. Um, Next is Vikings at Packers. Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to go with Vikings because it's a little bit... I mean, the Bears' defense did come out really strong, but I think the Vikings have a little bit better defense. They also have a little bit better offense. Well, not a little bit better, but they have a lot better offense. And Aaron Rodgers is hurting right now, so I don't think he'll be in for long, especially with uh, with uh, Smith in there, blitzing up in there, uh, sacking him. He, I don't think he'll last long in that As game. long as it's not rigged for Rodgers like it was last week. True, true. Uh, next is Browns at Saints. Browns. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, going to give go it to Browns. Browns. I'm going to give it to the Browns. I think they can do it. I oh. think they can, and I want them to, both. Um, um, but being able to tie the Steelers and be in position to win, even though they didn't, that was pretty good. Who did the Saints even play? I don't remember. They played the Buccaneers, That's lost 48-40. Right. They, they lost, too. So, uh, yeah. Next is the Dolphins at Jets. Dolphins. <laughs> is it? The Jets did good. Never mind. Jets never mind. Really now, now I think of it. So yeah, I think the Jets will win because they have Sam for Darnold anyone, now. Now, keep in mind, they played the Lions, all right? Yeah. So, if you didn't watch, Sam Darnold comes out, first NFL snap, throws a pick six. His very first NFL throw, throws a pick six. But the Matthew Stafford but, throws, how many, wasn't it four pick six? No, uh, it wasn't I don't four. remember. He threw four interceptions and, like, at least one pick six, I believe. So... Even after that very, very rough start, Sam Darnold came back to play a very good game. I don't remember the stats, but it was very good. He, uh, They beat the Lions pretty bad, too. Um, so it was a kind of interesting game. I'm going to go with the Jets on that one. Um, next is the Chiefs and the Steelers. I really hope the Steelers win because if the Chiefs lose and the Denver wins, they just beat the Raiders. They beat a, divi- a division team. And that would be 2-0, and oh, and everyone else will have at least one win, one loss, or they'll have two losses. So if Denver can pull off the win and Chiefs lose, that would be great for me because then they'll be leading the division. All right, so I want the Chiefs to win this one, obviously, just because I really dislike the Steelers. I do like the Broncos, too, but I like actually every team. Technically, though, if the if the Chiefs do win, it won't really affect much. Because they both have beat, if Denver wins, uh, then they'll both have beaten a division team and beaten a non-division team. So technically they'd be tied and they'd have to go by points. Yeah, um, you know, I like every team in the AFC West, to be honest, so I do like the Chiefs also. 
Um, so, one, I like the Chiefs. Two, I very dislike the Steelers. So, I want the Chiefs to win this one. Um, and I think they can probably pull it off. Um, I think this one's going to be really close, though, because the Steelers, they did tie the Browns, but I don't think that's because the Steelers did bad. I think it's because the Browns did good. Um, I do think the Steelers probably, they, they probably aren't playing at the level they have been more recently. So, I think it, it was kind of a combination of the Steelers doing bad and the Browns doing good. But I think it was more the Steelers, or I think it was more the Browns doing good. So I think the Steelers will still play good. Next is Eagles at Buccaneers. I don't know. Buccaneers had a really good offensive game, but the thing is, they need to have good defense to beat the Eagles. If they don't have good defense, they'll lose. I don't know how to go on this one. It could go either way, honestly. Eagles should be zero and one, personally, in my True. opinion. So I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. Yeah, on this, I'm probably um, gonna go with the Bucks. The Eagles might win. I I know they have a much better defense, so you know, the Eagles might win it. I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. Texans at Titans. Um, that's kind of a hard one because they both are pretty bad this yeah. year. Yeah, I I'm probably gonna go with Tex Texans. I'm gonna go with Texans. Um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Titans. They 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 play pretty. It really good could go either times. way. It could. It could go either way. It Next is Colts at Redskins. Redskins. Yeah, Redskins has that good game, but so you know you never know what could happen. But I'm probably I'm going with Redskins. I was glad to see Adrian Peterson play Next really good. Next is Cardinals. Hold on, man. I'm not. T- I was glad to see the that Adrian Peterson played really good last week. I was not glad that it was against Arizona, but I was glad to see him do good, and he did do very good. So I think that's going to play a huge role in this game, and I think the Redskins are going to come Next away. Next is Cardinals at Rams. That's hard. I honestly think, though, I think the Cardinals could pull it off because the Rams are probably going to go in there thinking that they got an easy win, an easy roll through, and I think the Cardinals will come in and show them that they they can still. I mean, they only lost one game. That's all it's at. I think Cardinals still have it. I think it was just, you know, new coach, everything. Yeah. See, I, it's funny that you're the one giving it to the Cardinals because I'm actually giving this game to the Rams. I'm just giving a bold um, prediction, man. I, yeah, I, I, I really the like Cardinals. The, I think for the I like going for the underdog for for the sake of their season. The Cardinals need to win this one. Um, I would not be surprised if this is the game that is probably going to happen this year that uh, Sam Bradford gets injured and Rosen comes in. Um, so yeah, I I I'm going to give it to the Rams though because. First of all, they have a win. Cardinals have a loss. Cardinals didn't play very good. They didn't even score a touchdown. And the Rams, uh, I think they they really they beat the Raiders pretty bad. And the Raiders um, aren't horrible. The, so, yeah, uh, we'll their see. pass defense isn't great, and they lost lost Khalil Mack. That's another. That, that's definitely. That's, that's a big reason. I, also, I, another I thing with the Rams that. is they're not really a defensive team. They just have a powerful offense. I think the Cardinals, you know, with you know Patrick Peterson. You know, I think they could do good on defense. I think they'll. I think they could do good on defense. I mean, because if you face good defense, you're gonna lose. That's what happened to the Rams and the uh, Falcons games. The Falcons had a better defense yeah. uh, than their defense, and that's what ultimately destroyed them in that playoff game. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I hope the Cardinals walk away with it. Um, but I, I more expect the Rams. To Next win. is Lions and Forty Niners. That's kind of that's a really I think hard it's one. It's gonna be a close game because they're both uh, yeah, bad. They're well, I mean, I don't know that. It really could go either way, but the only wanna... the only reason I will give it to the 49ers is because it's home. It's their home game. True. That's yeah. the only reason I will give it to them. That's the only advantage they have. Next is Raiders at Broncos. 
Broncos. Because, yeah, Cleo, they they don't have Cleo McIntyre. Von Miller already has three sacks on the season. Von, uh, the Broncos' pass rush is really good right now. Um, You know, secondary could improve a little, but I think uh, Denver will walk away with that, especially because it's a home game. And a mile high is very hard to lose. The next one is going to be a great game. Patriots versus Jaguars. Oh, Patriots yeah. at Jaguars. Who did the Jaguars play first week? Um, I can check. who won? Jaguars won, and Patriots won. But Patriots almost lost to the Texans. But, um, let me look here. Jaguars played the Giants, won 20-15. Yeah, yeah, not bad. That's, That's a hard one. The Giants aren't great, though. They do have Saquon Barkley now. True, true. It's it's not that... It, I mean, it's a pretty close game, too, so... That's um, a toss-up. Yeah. I, I really hope the Jaguars win this one. The only reason I give it to the Jaguars, again, home field advantage. Yep. You know, um, next is Giants and Cowboys. Both of them are 0-1. Um, I really don't know, because both of them... They... Both of them are just offensive game. That's all they really got. I'm going to go with the Giants just yeah. because I dislike the Cowboys. I'll go with that, too. And that's Sorry, Seahawks. Josh. Seahawks versus Bears. I think the Bears can come out with a win on this one because, you know, the defense is reamped and everything. I think I think the Bears will come out on top. Um. Yeah, yeah. They played really good in the first half. Uh, they probably should have won, to be honest. Um. Again, the, the way that the last half of that game went, uh, seriously made me consider whether the NFL is rigged or not. I I'm not gonna say it is. I don't really think it is, but it was very. It, that's that's how bad it was. It was like, is this really rigged? Like you know, it's pretty bad. So, all right. So thank you for listening to uh, the podcast today. Um, you know, let us know what you think. Um, especially as far as uh, did we talk too long about sports? Do you want to hear more po- more politics than sports, or do you like the balance? Um, you know, let us know on Twitter. We ne- do now have a Twitter page up. Our handle is at guns podcast um we meant to do god's gun glory but you know with this new twitter thing you can't name your handle yeah i i i remember when i made my twitter i thought that it let me choose my own handle i don't know if i it did but i that's the way i remembered it we made our uh twitter account um the account name is god guns glory podcast and uh yeah so i guess we, we we can't pick our own uh handle so it automatically assigned us at guns podcast um i wasn't a big fan of it but i think it's all right uh we have that makes us a big target with this new twitter scandal yeah the whole uh, hopefully we don't get censored um so yeah probably will happen though until we get censored let us know what you think any ideas you have for the podcast uh something you want us to talk about something you want us to mention maybe uh you have something we some ideas or opinions you want us to mention on the podcast just let us know Uh, We will get to that. Uh, Thank you for listening again. Have a great week.